Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's always a pleasure to have this man on at least once a month. It's our good friend, former U.S. representative, Ted Poe. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. Doing great, Joe. All right, so since we last spoke, they raided Mar-a-Lago. Now, I, I'm, I'm not sure I get it. Have you ever been to Mar-a-Lago, by the way? Uh, no, I've never been there or on a golf course. Well, yeah, I don't own a golf course either. <laughs> and, and I used to pass by Mar-a-Lago because I used to live in Palm Beach County, but I was never you know, really good enough to go there, except this year, because Dinesh D'Souza had his new movie, 2000 Mules, um, premiered there. I was invited, and I ended up going. Very, very nice estate. It's a beautiful place, 50-some-odd rooms. It's also a, some sort of a club. And, and, of course, the Trumps live there. Out of the blue, we find out on a, on a Monday, only by former President Trump, by the way, not by CNN, not by MSNBC, which I think is kind of telling, that Mar-a-Lago was being raided by the FBI. 30 FBI agents showed up, and they're serving a, a, a search warrant. And Ted, you were a judge a long time. I still I rely on you to tell me what is and what isn't constitutional. I understand the Fourth Amendment. I have the right to not be um, uh, have somebody take my stuff, search my stuff, have things seized in my home, in my belongings, in my papers, um, unless there is a warrant that is issued because of probable cause. Well, we now saw the affidavit last week, and the probable cause is this. Trump says he declassified everything. The, the DOJ is saying he didn't classify everything. So that's the argument. Was it or was it not classified stuff that he had? Where are you on all this? When you saw this go down, what did you think initially? Well, just look at the warrant to begin with. Uh, the warrant is too broad in two places. It doesn't, it's not specific enough as to what should be seized. The warrant says basically, seize all the papers. And it also not specific enough as to where the search should be conducted. The search was conducted everywhere. So it wasn't specific enough about what was to be seized, and it wasn't specific enough as to where those items were to be searched. And so I would have never signed that warrant. I was a judge 22 years, a state judge here in, in Texas, and uh, on its face, it fails for not being specific enough. And then you got I, I, I wanted, oh, let's just talk about that part of it because it's very, very interesting that you say that. I saw that the day I saw the warrant, I went to attachment B. Attachment B says take everything from January 20th, 2017 to January 20th, 2021. In other words, every single thing this man did for the four years he was the president, the DOJ thinks they had a right to seize. Did they? No, they didn't have a right to seize it, but the warrant says to seize 
everything. It is too broad. It's too general. It goes very goes back to our history when the, the British would issue what is called what were called writs of assistance, where they would have a general warrant ordering the redcoats to go into some warehouse and ser- search the whole place to see if a tax stamp was on the items. Wow. And so the Fourth Amendment here on its face, to me, I would have never signed the warrant. I think it's invalid because it is too broad. It's not specific enough. And like you said, take all the papers. Well, I have never seen a warrant which allowed the police to go into someone's residence and seize all the papers. You know, we're supposed to be protected yes. from intrusion into our papers and, and personal items. So I think it fails on that basis. That's so not- so you, you would have sent them back had you been the sitting judge, Ted, and you would have said, come back to me with something specific. This is way too broad. Of course. Yeah, specific. Be more, be more specific on what you want to seize and where it's supposed to be. Let me ask you about the judge. It's, by the way, it's Judge Ted Poe. Just follow him out on Twitter, at Judge Ted Poe. Uh, great uh, former U.S. representative. I wish you were still in the office, to be honest with you. Um, so when it comes to this judge, Bruce Reinhardt, here, here's a guy that we know. Ted, this is not me making it up. It's not my opinion. He recused himself from the lawsuit that President Trump was bringing against Hillary Clinton. He recused himself because of obvious bias. In 2017... He wrote on his public Facebook page um, questioning the integrity of Donald Trump, the man who was the president. So this guy recuses himself from the lawsuit, yet he's fine signing the warrant or signing the affidavit and giving the warrant to the, to the DOJ. Do you think this was judge shopping that they knew this guy was an anti-Trump guy? And why would he, why would he not recuse himself on this? Duh. Uh, obviously, ju- <laughs> judge shopping. Don't duh me. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Clearly, I mean, this judge immediately should have recused, no? Correct. Judges have the responsibility as a judge, no matter where you are in the country. If you sh- if people question your ability to be fair, whether it's a trial or whether it's signing a warrant or whether it's setting a bond, you should recuse yourself because looking bad is as bad as whether you are bad. In other words, if he is prejudiced or not, we don't know. But it looks it looks it looks phony. It doesn't yeah. look fair. And so judges must present fairness in everything they do. Everything. And here we have a judge. Well, it doesn't look like it's very fair to me, you know, yeah. that, that you've got this judge that apparently is biased against the president signing the warrant. It, it doesn't pass the smell test. So when that happens, judges have the responsibility to let somebody else handle it. Recuse yourself on that matter. It's uh, former Judge Ted Poe, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe, funny guy Ted Poe, and just a great <laughs> man all around. Okay, so when we're talking about this judge issuing the warrant on an affidavit that really is just a question of was it or was it not declassified, uh, I've, I've had uh, reporters on. Mike Davis, a very good journalist, came on, and he said the act of the president having the records department pack up the – because Trump didn't pack up the U-Haul and leave at 3 o'clock in the morning. He had somebody else do it. The act of him doing that in itself declassifies it because he was still the president on January 18th, 2021, when he did it. Is that true? I, I cannot find a formal lawful protocol a president has to go through to declassify. In fact, Ronald Reagan declassified stuff just by putting it in a speech, you know, in 1988 or something like that, 1987. So is there any question that the president had the broad ability to declassify anything? And if he says I declassified it, doesn't that mean it's so? Well, to me, yes. But that is now, that's an arguable point. And that's right. what that's what we're going, 
you know, we'll be in court over this issue uh, as to whether or not he had that ability or whether he did. He did not. And, and there's something else. Uh, the law requires a guilty mind, criminal intent. And I'm not sure that the, the FBI or the Justice Department has been able to show that the president supposedly knew that these items were classified or not classified. You know, he, he was they, they're, they're saying he's on notice that he knew everything that was in uh, Mar-a-Lago when those papers were seized. I'm not so sure they can prove that. Uh, he did not pack up those ba- uh, boxes and put them in a, a U-Haul van and haul them down to Florida. <laughs> you know, somebody else did that. Right. And he may have never seen them until the FBI showed up and started going through the papers. Uh, so I, I, I think there's a problem with the government proving guilty intent on the part of Trump. They got to prove that. Usually the affidavit will show that there's some guilty mind, as you will. But I didn't see that in the affidavit because it's all blocked off. Well, you know, yeah, you most of it. Yeah, most of it wasn't in there. Well, well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's basically the argument Jim Comey made when he did not um, push the Department of Justice to charge Hillary Clinton. He basically said, yep, she did something wrong. For 15 minutes, he went on down the list of what she, what law she broke, what she did wrong, that our enemies could have gotten on that server, that she had all sorts of classified stuff. And by the way, Secretary of State can't declassify. The president can. That's yet, right. Yet he that's said, a big point, but, because, but because she didn't have the intent I don't believe a prosecutor would prosecute. Therefore, we're not suggesting that happen. I mean, again, back to the fact that only the president has that broad stroke to declassify. That makes this even less criminal intent, doesn't it? Absolutely. And and your point about Hillary Clinton is well taken. She doesn't have the ability, never had the ability as secretary of state to declassify uh, everything or anything. Right. The president does. And so that the analogy is even more uh, remarkable that the because she did not have the ability, the president president did. But they haven't shown guilty mind yet. Maybe we'll see that in the affidavit, and maybe we won't. Well, we're not going to see it because they would have shown us that. If they had guilty mind uh, or and criminal intent, CNN would have led with it, with it that day. Do you make anything out of it like I do? Remember CNN was there rolling cameras when, when Roger Stone was arrested by the FBI at, at 5.45 a.m. The CNN wasn't tipped off on this one. Neither, neither was MSNBC, nor ABC, CBS, and NBC. I think, and I wonder what your opinion is, that the FBI wasn't sure that they had anything here. That's why they don't tip off the Washington Post and the New York Times. Otherwise, all sorts of crap would have been leaked out, and it wouldn't have been Trump that informed us. Well, I think that's exactly right, but a couple of facts. One, they had, they had 35 or 40 FBI agents uh, searching the place, and now after all of the seizure has been taken place, we still haven't seen the leaks about the guilty mind of the president. Right. I think that they would have released that. And, and having that many FBI agents search a residence is phenomenal to me. Yeah, 30. 30. Uh, it's a big place, I know, but 30 FBI agents? Are you kidding me? I've never seen that, uh, that many people uh, in law enforcement search any residence or building. Yeah. Uh, and, and so they wanted that that many to make sure that they covered everything in the warrant, which was search every place for everything. That was basically the warrant. And that violates the Fourth Amendment easily. It's Ted Poe, oh, yes. uh, former Ted U.S. representative, former judge, great mind, love having Ted Poe on, good friend of mine. So let's just finish with that. In your opinion, with the information you have today as we do the interview, how does this shake out? How does this finish? 
Well, I think the warrant's bad to begin with. And so I, what what our law says, if the warrant's bad, everything seized cannot be used uh, against the individual in a court of law. So I don't I think it's all thrown out because the warrant was not specific about yeah. what to be searched or what was where to be searched or what was to be seated. That would be my opinion. Yeah, and I agree with you. It's uh, Ted Poe. Go to at uh, Judge Ted Poe on Twitter. Go follow him there. Great guy. So let's get into student loans. Uh, can we clear something up here and now once and for all? I thought the House of Representatives had to come up with any bill or legislation that had to do with money. You guys hold the purse strings. So how is it that the president thinks he can forgive a bunch of money that was taxpayer-taken money to give to people to go to college and not go through the House of Representatives? What did I miss here? Well, that's the problem you have. You read the Constitution. (laughs) I'm not not sure that the Democrats can even spell Constitution. We know all money bills start in the House of Representatives because the House of Representatives are elected by the people and they should have the say-so of where a tax bill or a spending bill should start in the House of Representatives. Well, I think the president just passed, you know, his uh, his edict. He came from wherever it came from, Delaware, from the beach of Delaware, wherever right, he right. Said, that uh, he was going to forgive all the student loans, pass his magic wand, and forgive the student loans. I think that's illegal. And he's standing there with the with the Department of Education guy, uh, I think, uh, which, which is the Corona, something like that. He's standing there with this guy, um, and, and the guy's smiling the whole time as if he can just tell the Department of Ed secretary, you're going to be the one that facilitates my forgiveness of these loans. Does it work that way? Well, it's, it's not supposed to, but that's the way it's going to be done. I mean, Ted, a year ago, Nancy Pelosi said that... that Biden couldn't do it. Well, he said he couldn't do it. Right. He didn't think he had the, the ability legally to do it. He did it anyway. That is one of the problems we have with this administration. They will do what they want to do, whether the law permits it or not. And that is that we see that con- continuously throughout just the almost now barely two years uh, of his administration. We're going to see more of that. Who's going to stop him? No one's going well, to stop Well, hopefully the, hopefully the House and Senate will go over to the Republicans. But, Ted, we're talking about, it's not pocket change. It's half a trillion dollars. He's just telling the taxpayers, I stole the money from you. We gave it to somebody else for something that they wanted, and we're not going to get your money back. That's what? basically what happened. And even that's a lot of money, even with our federal government, you know. Right. Uh, five, <laughs> <laughs> that's $500 a lot of money. $500 billion, it's a, a pretty big note. And by the way, the administration keeps saying they did, they couldn't afford to finish the, the wall, which would have been, I think, a total of another $10 billion maybe. Um, they couldn't afford to finish the wall. They just didn't have the money. We'd be taking money away from the from uh, from veterans, is what Karine Jean-Pierre said yesterday or the day before, when we've sent $40-plus billion over to Ukraine, and we're now forgiving $500 billion. Ted, do they think we believe them? I mean, somebody must I'll believe them, but do they think... Well, they- you tell a lie enough times, people do believe it. I mean, that's human nature. And the bigger the lie, more apt to be believed in the long term. And that's what they have done. You know, we've we've sent thirty to forty billion dollars to Ukraine. Their an- annual uh, budget is just about thirty billion dollars. So we're paying wow. off. We're we're supporting the entire country of Ukraine. Uh, and you know, well, maybe that money should have been spent in other places. And here's the real problem. Besides the money, where is it all going? Is there any government agency, American agency, tracing this money to see where it is going? You know, Ukraine is a corrupt country. One reason it didn't get in, in into NATO is because 
It's a corrupt country. Even yeah. NATO didn't want a corrupt country in there. So that's that's the backstory on Ukraine. And where's the money gone? We don't know. We're just Biden's just writing them a check saying we're going to save democracy in Ukraine. Are you kidding me? And so, yes, of course, we could use that money down on the border. It could have been the wall could have been completed by now uh, down on the border. But it's uh, it's prioritizing by the government. Right. Every every other every other day, Ted, every other day, there's another story. Four billion more to Ukraine. Now, let's send a couple of billion more to Ukraine. I have no idea where it's going. I know that that I'm going to have to pay for it. My grandkids will pay for it. Your grandkids will pay for it. It doesn't make any sense. And when we ask the question, we're evil, we're horrible and we don't love Zelensky. It's very, very strange. But but before before I let you go, I've got to ask you um, uh, one question about the border. And, and, And the question it's kind of flippant, but you and I are like that. How much joy do you get? out of seeing the Washington, D.C. and New York mayors freaking out <laughs> over 7,000 illegal aliens. I mean, we've got 5 million that have come across the border in the past two years while Biden's in, in town. And and they're complaining about Eric Adams, it was the 7,000th illegal alien to show up, and they're freaking out in New York. What do you think? Well, I think that was a good move on the part of Greg Abbott yeah. and the governor of Arizona. 5 million people. That's how many they say that have come across the border, five million. What is that? Well, that's the size of Chicago and Houston put together. Wow. Five million people. And uh, so we're talking about a lot of folks. And the president has ignored the rule of law. And I think that five million is an invasion into the United States. Without a doubt. You have those people in South Texas where they're coming across every day. They think they're being invaded. And I think we're being invaded, too. The president is missing in action, so let's send them all north. Send them to Delaware. I think yeah. we ought to send them to Delaware. We can get five million people in Delaware. They only got a million over there, <laughs> so we send them to Delaware. That's a great idea. I, I, I just you got to love that Muriel Bowser, because of a few thousand people, wants the National Guard. I mean, it, it, it blows my mind. If we put the National Guard on the border, we're we're somehow racist. Ted, Ted, it's a bizarre world, but I thank God for for your level-headed thinking and for you always coming through for the Constitution, for Texas, and for the country. Thanks a million, brother. Let's talk again soon. Okay, thanks, right. Joe. All right, man. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, thanks a lot for being here the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Ted Poe coming on. What a smart guy. When it comes to the constitutionality of what happened at Mar-a-Lago, it's clear to me, according to Ted, that um, it was illegal. It was not at all covered by the Fourth Amendment. You can't be that broad. It's got to be specific. That's specific, he said. Um, news just breaking. If you're on Android, you're not getting Truth Social. I'll explain that. In just a bit. Matter of fact, stay here because next hour I've also got Robert Davi, the great actor, the director, the singer. Make sure you stick around for that too. I'll tell you why you're not getting Truth Social if you're on an Android 
phone or device. But I'll also tell you how you can get it, even though you're not going to get it in the Play Store. Have that for you when we come back. 888-941-PAGS. Go to the website, JoePags.com, right now. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.